It is a somewhat sunny afternoon here in New York City, the home of Spider-Man. I am Tom Caswell. I am joined by the spectacular, the ultimate, the amazing Cade Onda. Cade, my friend, how are you? I'm spectacular. Good. I'm glad Splendid. Good. Splendid, right, 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 right. Splendid, wonderful. The wonderful yes. Spider-Man. <laughs> what are some fucking funny monikers that you could have? The, <laughs> the Splendiferous Spider-Man, right? <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> there's, there's some really weird shit, the spontaneous Spider-Man. spontaneous Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, sometimes fights crime, but sometimes doesn't. Like, <laughs> um, good it's to have very, you. It's very spontaneous about it. We never yeah, know. We don't know. We don't know. It, it's very good to have you here. Uh, apologies to everyone for basically we kind of just ended up missing a week. Um, Kate and I have been extremely busy. Uh, gaming is never-ending. It is a plague on us all. <laughs> And it will be the death of many of us. I am also, I am also moving apartments right now, so I've got that on top of all the reporting and everything. Um, and Cade has even more responsibilities now at Game Zone, so I can only imagine how difficult, exhausting, exhausting. dude. I'm fucking wiped. Uh, yeah. We were meant to record yesterday, yeah. and like I had time, like I didn't have anything on my schedule, but like the past like week and a half caught up with me and i was i thought i really did think i thought the big c had come for me if i'm really being honest oh my god because i felt so That's worn no out like i felt like that kind of i didn't have a throat anything you know like my throat yeah. wasn't hurting but i felt exhausted like if you had the flu no, totally but i get that i've been there i've been, been there, that been there done that Anyway, we are, of course, talking about the 90s animated Spider-Man cartoon. We have reviewed, so far, the first two seasons of the show. And now we're about to start season three, uh, which is dubbed for the whole season, The Sins of Fathers. Um, and so that's kind of like the moniker that we're, we're, we're under here. Um, and I got to tell you, Cade, real, real strong start to this season. Uh, I was very surprised by how good... I specifically the first episode is but i actually really enjoyed the second two as well um yeah i think that i, I think that this could be one of the the best seasons honestly because the show starts getting weird but at the same time really it gets real like, weird good still but good and like unique yeah. as well like madam yeah. webb gets introduced to as a character that at this time is like pretty prevalent in the comics like she's very 90s spider-man and but like hasn't been in the comics for years hasn't been in any other medium and is an she's awesome getting a character. movie okay kade yeah and is, no gonna, i'm serious i know that they've talked <laughs> but, about i mean yeah they said right yeah. they, they I, said we, we go back and forth on what that'll actually happen right but like, right the plan is to because i remember <laughs> the whole thing was like they announced that and everyone was like okay i feel like that's what they're going to do to get tom holland out of the mcu if that ever happens mm -hmm. which i don't know if that'll ever happen now because it seems like people fought pretty hard to keep him uh but uh it seems like if there's ever a plan to do anything with because i think right now like venom and stuff is not connected to tom holland so maybe madam webb could be but kind morbius of like is to... like <laughs> yeah that's true that's true i just remembered that 
weird shit. Somehow, um, it, the biggest cinematic bad, tragedy. Bad I, look, I'm, 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 I'm upset that we haven't seen Black Widow. I'm upset that Tenet got delayed. I'm upset that James yeah. Bond isn't happening for another year. But I'm honestly the most upset yeah. about not knowing what the fuck Morbius is to the MCU yeah. Spider-Man. That is the biggest thing that I want to know. It's very strange. If you said to me, Tom, you can it's go ahead two years strange. and learn one thing about the future, it wouldn't be like, oh, what's the outcome of coronavirus? It would be, how does Morbius tie into <laughs> the MCU Spider-Man? Um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a mystery, because I remember like no one was actually sure like there it was when it, before we saw the trailer we we're just like okay it's probably just gonna be another like venom situation where maybe it ties into venom but not mcu and then vulture shows up at the end of it and you're like wait what mm, yeah <laughs> it's, it's oh. very and then the suit in the thing is the raimi suit but it's from the video game and part but of me is part of Marvel me is spider-man right and people you know part of me is like what are they doing are they doing some kind of thing like a madam web maybe this does introduce madam web and maybe it is a cross dimension thing but then at the same time i know that the truth answer is that no one is paying attention at sony no one is paying attention it's, at sony and they're just like yep, very, yep that's a great spider-man yeah. asset just throw it in there we need we need we need a, we need yeah. a spider-man asset for a mural boom got it I wonder if it was just placeholder, and then they'll get the and they'll get the final suit. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, in the I, final I version of the film, it'll be the it'll be the homecoming suit or the far from home suit, but it yeah. could still be an asset from the PS4 video game. I would not <laughs> put it. True, past that would be really funny. And That'd hey, really funny. That's a testament to that game and how good that fucking game looks and yeah, how real absolutely. those suits look. Holy shit! Anyway. We'll get to the Morbius review some point, hopefully. <laughs> this is The Sins of Fathers, Chapter 1, Doctor Strange. Um, so this is an introduction, obviously, to the character Doctor Strange, who actually plays a big part in this series going forward. Um, so the episode opens with uh, Peter like swinging around, and obviously we got the cliffhanger at the end of Season 2. Uh, Mary Jane went missing, right? She she was meeting thought she was meeting up with her dad, and some dude shows up and like takes her off into the darkness, and Peter just misses her. So we get Peter swinging around, and then we flash back to a him with uh, Anna, who is her aunt. Who this is the first time we're actually introduced to the character. She's been mentioned before, but this is the first time we actually see her, and. Anna's all depressed and she's yelling at Peter and the police are there at the house and she's yelling at Peter like why why didn't you why couldn't you save her what what happened what happened and then Harry Osborne's also there he's getting in Peter's face because he's like dude she's my girlfriend why were you there for the meeting you know instead of me um and May is trying to calm Anna down but Anna's like freaking out and Peter's like super bummed about it and as Peter's reflecting on this and swinging around flying ninjas Cade, come out of fucking nowhere <laughs> i saw that and i was like hold up what the fuck is this what is going on <laughs> am, I, am i tripping <laughs> right exactly it's like Does i take drugs the answer is yes um so they're flying towards the sanctum sanctorum which is uh you know iconic doctor strange's household these flying ninjas break in they take on wong 
who is Doctor Strange's uh, assistant. Obviously, Spider-Man has seen this whole thing, so he is also busts in two. They have a fight. These ninjas shoot lasers from their eyes, and lo and behold, one of the ninjas is Mary Jane. And Peter is like, what the fuck is happening right now? Um, so they're, they're trying to defeat the, uh, the laser ninjas. Uh, Peter also has reservations about fighting Mary Jane. That's when Doctor Strange comes in. He is able to to fend them off. Peter tries to web swing onto Mary Jane as she flies away uh, and attach to her, but he and she ends up uh, slicing his web with her laser eyes and he he uh, kind of falls. Right. Yes, exactly. You <laughs> casually said that. Her laser. <laughs> her laser eyes. We all have. Um, but he ends up he ends up tracking them to a house, um, but there is a, a a barrier around it preventing preventing entry or preventing him from like peeking in. At which point, Doctor Strange shows up in his astral form. He's like, "Yo, dude, let me." He's like, "Meet up with me. I'll explain everything that's going on." Uh, we cut to Baron Mordo, who is who's brainwashed these people, including Mary Jane. And basically he is, he's showing them visions of their deepest desire. And that's how he's kind of brainwashed them into, into doing his bidding. And he runs this like evil cult. And then we also meet Dormammu, uh, who uh, is the, uh, again, Mordo is in the, if you've seen the Doctor Strange MCU movie, Mordo's in that. This is not Chiwetel Ejiofor's Mordo. This is, this is uh, uh, after Mordo has like gone evil or whatever and become an agent of Dormammu. Uh, and Dormammu is here, and he is telling Mordo, yo, dude, like, you're wasting time. They're, they're looking for the Wand of Watum, and that's going to get Dormammu out of his dark dimension. I don't know if that is the dark dimension that he's in, but he's, he's in another dimension. And basically... yeah. Him and Mordo are using these people to try and steal some shit from Doctor Strange in hopes of breaking Dormammu out. Um, and yeah, Doctor Strange basically explains as much. He explains he was in a violent car accident that, you know, again, this is this is the story from the, the origin story from the MCU movie. He was in a car accident. He lost mm. the use of his hands. He's seeking for answers. He he visits a uh, the Ancient One. Uh, in his temple and you know learns the mystic arts in order to heal his hands but eventually becomes you know doesn't want to be a doctor anymore um the uh, mordo is also training under under the ancient one and is trying to uh usurp him and dr strange tries to stop it but the ancient one actually fends off mordo himself and when the Ancient One sees that Doctor Strange tried to assist him, tried to help him. Um, he ended up uh, he ended up giving, bequeathing Doctor Strange his powers, saying, "Yo, you are you're you're going to be the next Sorcerer Supreme. You have a good you have good intentions. You have a good heart. All this stuff." And um, Peter Parker goes to Robbie at the Daily Bugle and asks him to uh, help investigate, um, like the front that basically because it's he's running a front, Mordo. He's running like some kind yeah. of like religious front. Um, Scientology. 
Right. It, it, I mean, essentially, in all, for all <laughs> intents and purposes, that it is Scientology. Um, and so Peter gets the idea that he's going to pretend, he's going to break in by pretending to be a, um, you know, a believer in this. So he comes in and uh, he's been welcomed in. They're very trusting, by the way. There's no rigorous vetting process. Yeah, he just gets right in. <laughs> I guess they just want everyone to be a fucking magic space ninja or whatever. Yeah, he comes in, stuff. right? And Mordo's like, usually I have to kidnap people off the street. Like, you know, this is great. <laughs> we, <laughs> we're just naturally accruing members. It's kind of like, um, you know, in marketing where you have to put out a certain amount of ads in order to mm. get eyes on something. And then yeah. eventually, like there's just like a natural like take hold of like you know you get you start to get a word of mouth campaign yeah and then you yeah. have to put out less ads it's kind of like that he's like shit i, I guess i don't have to kidnap enough people anymore i can just people are just gonna willingly come join me because i mean dude look, cool. a flying space ninja with eyes with laser yeah. eyes is is pretty pretty cool yeah i mean and it's free so it's free it's free you just live in eternal servitude to a fiery demon god so that's that's Which it is a fair trade-off fair trade-off flying into a laser eyes fair trade-off <laughs> so peter is like snooping around he goes to uh mary jane's room he finds mary jane's room she still recognizes him she is for all intents and purposes, you know, I thought he'd find her and she'd be like, who are you or whatever. But um, no, she still recognizes him. She just thinks that she's there with her dad. Um, creepy shit. Creepy, creepy stuff. But um, he's trying to snap her out of it. And she's like, no, I'm here with my dad. And he's like, no, that's not what's happening at all. You're being brainwashed. She calls for help. Uh, they, the other uh, members wrestle uh, Peter and Mordo puts him under his own spell Peter obviously having his own desires, you know, to see his parents, to see Uncle Ben again. Um, you know, that that that's that's playing right. into all of this. That's how he's being brainwashed, and he thinks he's meeting his he's seeing his parents. Mm -hmm. He wakes up in his bed and he's like, Holy shit. Like, I guess I don't understand. The 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 brainwashing didn't take hold fully. Maybe it was just like his spider powers. Maybe because he just is of a higher intellect than most people, he wasn't as susceptible to being brainwashed as as some people. But he 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 escapes like he's not like trapped there now, mm -hmm. um, and he escapes. And as he escapes, Mordo's like, "Oh shit, he escaped!" Uh, he's like, "Come on, my children, go chase, go chase him down." So they all like fly out of their their um. Oh, no, 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 no. This is what happens. This is what happens. P Peter escapes. And then Mordo's like, cool, I'm going to make put the final attack on Doctor Strange. And as Peter's escaping, that's when the brainwashing takes hold. And he's like, I have to. And then he's flying like a ninja oh, too, which right. is really fucking yep. funny. So he goes to Doctor Strange's palette, uh, Sanctum Sanctorum, along with all the others. Starts attacking. Uh, starts attacking everyone. The... Uh, the visitors grab the wand of Watum uh, and escape, but Doctor Strange is able to uh, snap Peter out of his uh, delusion, out of his brainwashed spell. state. Yeah, under under no longer under Mordo's spell. 
The rest of Mordo's disciples bring the Wand of Watum to him. He's like super creepy with Mary Jane. All super creepy. This shit's super creepy. Really weird. <laughs> um, yeah, so Peter and uh, Spider-Man and Wong go to the house. Wong's brought these two fucking cool-ass swords. Uh, they start basically fighting all of the disciples. Uh, Mordo's trying to use the wand to to unlock Dormammu, uh, but <laughs> Doctor Strange and P- and Spidey stop him. Um, at, at which point Dormammu takes over Mordo's body and starts to fight uh start starts to fight spider-man and dr strange uh spider-man ends up jumping through he's like fuck it i'm just gonna face the big yeah. bad so he like oh, <laughs> Strange's like no so <laughs> spidey jumps through to the other dimension trying to face off against uh dormammu this is like in like Zelda, like Breath of the Wild, when mm-hmm. it's like, all right, you can go straight to Ganon if you want, and you're just like, all right, fuck it, I will, and then you get there. Not a good idea, right? Yeah, exactly. You haven't <laughs> taken any, you haven't defeated any of the divine beasts no, or anything no. like that. <laughs> Doctor Strange uh, uh, defeats Mordo. Mordo runs off uh, and goes into the the other dimension to save uh, Peter Parker. Uh, to save Spidey, uh, they eventually escape, and then on the other side, uh, Doctor Strange uh, tries to undo the spell on Mary Jane, and it seems to work right before Doom Dorma- Dormammu snatch. I can't say it any other way, Cade. It's addicting. Sorry, I get it. I right, get it. right before uh, Dormammu snatches Mary Jane and brings him into his other dimension, and Peter wants to go after her but doctor strange is like he's gonna try and use her to bring you have to want to bring dormammu into the other dimension that's how it works with the wand you have to it has to be someone who is willing to bring him in um and so you can't stop her she has to make the conscious decision to reject him Uh, again this is kind of like uh the end of um the uh the Hydra Man episode where Mary Jane like has the agency. Right. Like yes. she is, she's the one in control. It's up to her. Uh, mm-hmm. Dormammu obviously presenting himself as her father, but she rejects him. Uh, and as she rejects him, she, uh, she escapes the dimension and Dr. Strange closes the portal to Dormammu. Um, and it's really fucking funny because after everything, you know, she's there with Spider-Man. He's like, you okay? And she's like, yeah, I just really want to go home. And I'm like, you know what's happened to you. You were kidnapped, turned into a flying ninja with laser eyes. You thought you were seeing your dad. You were in another dimension. Like, I'd have some questions. I'd have some questions <laughs> at the very least, if not long term Trauma. unending trauma <laughs> from this situation but she's just like yeah i just kind of want to take a nap you know <laughs> like and um yeah and but you know this you know it's a kid show it all has to wrap up and be a happy ending sure, so sure. Spy- peter's obviously just glad that mary jane's back dr strange is like hey some wacky shit's probably gonna happen to you now that you you know we've had a little uh, encounter and of course watching over this whole situation is Madame Webb. She's got her fingers fingertips like fucking 
uh, Bruce Burns, uh, Mr. Burns, um, <laughs> just like you know, like excellent, watching over this whole scenario, yeah. um, and some some whack shits about to happen. Uh, and that is the first episode. Uh, we'll talk about this one separately from the other two because the other two are, are a two-parter. Um, I really think this yeah. is actually one of the strongest episodes in the whole show. I really, really like yeah, it. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I like Doctor Strange a lot. Like, I Not that I don't like uh, Wolverine and stuff, but I feel like he's the strongest crossover character so far. Like He's mm-hmm. the most interesting and, mm-hmm. and also has a little more fleshed out history and stuff. And uh, I, I like his uh, what's what's what we're looking for here. Uh, connection to oh, the sorry, no, 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 no to the connection to like the villain and stuff. Yeah. Um, and and all that kind of stuff. There, there's a lot of good elements this episode, and uh, again, character base. Like that's what we've been kind of talking about every episode. Is like the the good ones are character based, more mm-hmm. more character than plot. Uh, and there is some plot here, but uh, the characters. And uh, strong and and the Mary Jane stuff has always been pretty much the best. It's really good of, of all the episodes. Yeah, like uh, across all all of her arc, like she's the standout, and that's mm-hmm. surprising because uh, you know in the Raimi movies she's usually the damsel in distress and not yeah. very interesting, bit, yeah. bit annoying. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but in the show in the nineties, you know, they're kind of like you know we're gonna fucking figure this out with this yeah. character, and they do it. They do it right. Yeah, the the Mary Jane st- stuff is really strong. There is the plot all serves the characters in this, which is just the bedrock yeah. of good storytelling. And it is amazing right. how they introduce Doctor Strange and they introduce like his entire world. We get his origin story. We get Mordu, Mordo and Dormammu. We understand their fucking relationship to each other. Um, but at the same time, it's the B-plot to the Mary Jane stuff. Right. And it's just like, you know they they always pack a lot into 20 minutes and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but here it worked really really well um so yeah one of my favorite episodes of of the the show and i think the strongest season premiere we've got uh yet comparatively to the lizards the lizard episode and then obviously the two-parter um insidious six uh but we do get a two-parter next uh chapter two is entitled make a wish part one of two um and i have very fond memories of these episodes and i enjoyed them i don't think they're as strong as the doctor strange stuff but we will get into it uh it opens up with a demonstration uh from the hardy foundation there is a doctor i honestly forget his name but he is there and he has he's showing off a laser that can uh leaves organic matter like it doesn't harm organic matter, but it can basically, you know, burn through inorganic mm-hmm. matter. So it would be great for like, I mean, it would revolutionize like the industrial, it would revolutionize industry if you had a way to, you know, weld or or have to destroy inorganic material without causing harm to organics. Yeah. So this is pretty or cool. Or to uh, destroy mm-hmm. a supervillain. Or to destroy a supervillain. <laughs> Speaking of which, Dr. Octopus shows up. Turns out this is actually his technology. And basically, once Doc Ock went off the deep end, this doctor, this other scientist took, who I guess studied under him before, uh, took over the whole project and was like, oh, we worked on it together. And Doc Ock's like, yeah, fucking right. You fucking held my pens, dude. Um, 
So Doc Ock is there. Obviously, Peter was in the audience the whole time watching shit go down. JJ's like, hey, you got to... Is JJ... J. Jonah Jameson's there as well, and he's running off, and he's like, Parker, you stay behind and take photos. And Peter's like, cool, JJ, I'll do that. Uh, They fight uh, Doc Ock and Spidey. Doc Ock tries to use the laser on Spider-Man, but of course it cuts through his suit and not through his flesh, which, like, Doc Ock knows what the laser does. Like, when he's like, I'm going to destroy you with this, I'm like, you know it won't harm him. Yeah, I, I don't know what he was uh, thinking. Like, yeah. I, I, just a lapse in judgment, maybe? Yeah, it, it was just all built so we could go to an ad break <laughs> and much. have a cliffhanger. Yeah. That's why it was there. <laughs> um, so Spidey's like, cool, it won't hurt me, organic material, but it will hurt Doc Ock's arms. And so mm-hmm. he webs the thing, it swings around, it cuts off two of Doc Ock's uh, tentacle claws, which... As you understand, Kate, as we both understand, these are neurologically linked to his brain. This would be like you cut off two of his hands. Yeah, <laughs> he would. Right. F- it would feel like that, right? That's, he- <laughs> yeah, that would fucking hurt. He'd be like, I don't know why he's not a little more bothered by it, honestly. It right. seems a little painful. Um, so... Where are we? So Doc Ock's uh, trying to escape. Um, he like th- grabs Mary Jane again. She every, every character is at this presentation. She's trying to escape. He thro- he picks her up, throws her. Spidey saves her, puts her down. He's chasing after Doc Ock, um, and uh, there's like this whole barge sequence. Honestly, like I I kind of forget what happens here. That oh they fight I guess in um like another part of the building and they yeah. accidentally damage some of the something and that blows up the building. Uh, they yeah, they get the roof and stuff. Yeah, they get knocked into they get they get knocked into the river. Uh, but Sp- and Spidey escapes. Um, and uh, Doc Ock gets on this barge in the river and like that's how he escapes. And like Spidey's mm. watching the, the damage that the fight caused in the building. He's like, oh shit, this sucks. Yeah. I'm going to get blamed for this. And lo and behold, the next day, J. Jonah Jameson is at the Daily Bugle and he's like, Spider Man's a menace. You know, the classic line. Sure. All of this stuff. Um, at which Peter, again, at which point Peter, again, just throws in the towel. He's like, fine, fuck it. If people aren't going to appreciate what I do and I'm only going to cause more misery than I. Uh, you know, than lives that I saved, then I'm just going to pack it in. Mm. Uh, At which point Robbie comes up to him and is like, hey, are you going to be seeing um, Spider-Man anytime soon? We've got some fan mail from a little girl who is his uh, biggest fan, right? And uh, Peter's like, I don't think I'm going to see him anytime soon, but sure, if I see him, like, I'll pass along the message. Uh, and Peter's like, yeah, he just like drops the letter in like a random filing cabinet and it was like, fuck that. So Peter rejects the fan mail and is walking down the street. He is ready to get back out on the town to live his life to the fullest, at which point he runs into Madam Webb, who has trapped her, him in her web 
in this alleyway and is like doing all kinds of mind fuckery again with the acid trip stuff, you know, like Peter, mm-hmm. Peter questioning his sanity at multiple points in the opening of this season. And she is there and basically is explaining, she transports him to her dimension, uh, how, you know, is fucking with him the whole time. And she's basically saying, I, I, there's an enormous challenge that's coming a- ahead of you. And in order to be prepared to face that, you're, there's a challenge in your more immediate future that you're going to have to be prepared for. Um, and she says something to the effect of you need the love of a child or the, the heart of a child or something like that in order to be able to face what's about to come on, come ahead. Um, and then she zaps him back to, you know, the uh, back to New York. Mm-hmm. And... He's like, what the fuck just happened? And then a gust of wind brings the message to him from the kid. And he's like, well, this must be it. This must be what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. And he goes to uh, uh, the, the the child. Uh, you think it's her house, but it is actually revealed at the end of the next episode that it's a, terminally, a, a house for terminally ill children which I did not remember the first time I watched this. I did not pick up on that. Yeah, um, I had a feeling it was like something like that. Right, because it's uh, Make-A-Wish, right, is the name yeah. of the episode. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I wonder if they wanted to do something that, like they wanted to have Peter and Spidey have this moment, but they also at the same time couldn't talk about children dying. And so, you know what I think? Like that probably, (laughs) so they had to have the the most that they could do to reference the fact that she's terminally ill is just have a shot of the fact that she lives in this uh, (laughs) house for these these, these children. That's probably it, yeah. Um, but he, so he goes in to meet her and basically he just runs through his entire origin story. And this is the most complete we ever see of his origin story. We've gotten bits and pieces here, but we see it from the very beginning. We see him, you know, not being popular in school, him getting bitten by the spider, him having the trippy, uh, you know, he thinks he's a giant spider, uh, um, which is terrifying because it's just a giant spider with his fucking face on it. (laughs) I remember that image very vividly growing up and I was like, trying to remember i'm like does that is that with like the man spider stuff that we already saw and i'm like no clearly not no so it's, I, I was yeah. confused when does that show up and then i was like oh there it is there it is yeah because i was i was thinking when he starts like turning into th- stuff in this i was like oh we're gonna see the man spider design again but yeah. no it's just a giant fucking spider with his face on it they didn't need yeah. to go as hard and again it's the it's these inconsistency in the show where like Obviously, they're playing very safe with some things, like talking about terminally ill children, right? And, like, being able to reference that. And that, you know, maybe they can't, like, delve into that too much because it's too damaging. And yet, you could show the image of a giant spider monster with the face of a human. And it is, like, the most terrifying fucking thing (laughs) ever. Um, As Peter is walking through his origin story, for some reason, Doc Ock is with the Kingpin. Like, he needs the Kingpin, I guess, for the spider traces, which were, if you can remember, the fantastic Spider Slayer episodes, Cade, uh, referencing all the way back to those. Um, I So I guess that's why he's with 
Kingpin. He's like, I've got an Octobot. You have a way to track down Spider-Man. If we if we partner this technology up together, we'll be able to, you know, take, you know, take Spider-Man down. And Kingpin's like, sure, I'm mm-hmm. all in. Um Peter explains to is her name Tatiana? It's Ta- Talia. Oh my god. I have no idea. Let me see. <laughs> I watched these first two episodes like two weeks ago, so well, I remember all the key bits, but none, none of these weird specifics, like a person's name. Yeah, and that—that's my thing. Is I watch, I watched them like a couple of a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Well. Um. Anyway, we'll just call her the young girl. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I completely forgot. <laughs> I'll what figure it out. What you? Yeah, you you it. figure it out. What I keep talking. So he he, ex- he continues to explain his origin story. Um. Uh, he shows her the webbing. He explains how the webbing works, which is really cool. Uh, this is like the first time we really understand any of that. How, he, you know, when, when he forms, he has to press it in a certain way in order for it to work. Otherwise, it would just shoot when he was in his fist, uh, when he was forming a fist. He, uh, he explains the whole wrestling thing. He explains what happened with his uncle, all of this stuff. And then he finally explains to her that he has decided to retire from being Spider-Man because he's only ever caused misery. And, you know, I think reflecting on all of this has brought all of those feelings again to the forefront. And she basically pleads with him and says, you can never give up. Like, you're Spider-Man. Like, you never give up. And he's like, no, I'm packing it in. And he's about to swing away. And she's like, okay, well, if you're going to pack it in, like, take me on a swing. Take, you know, around the city or whatever. And at first he shows, like you know uh i'm not gonna you know no that's ridiculous that's so dangerous but then very quickly he's like fine fuck it and i'm like dude this is dumb (laughs) yeah this is dumb (laughs) (laughs) um but he does end up taking her for a swing at the very same time uh the spider tracers leave kingpin's lair to go track him down they find him once they track him down they attach to one of them attaches to the Octobot, which comes to attack Peter. Uh, the young girl runs to go hide. Uh, the Octobot has uh, Spidey in its clutches, and uh, Doc Ock shows up. And uh, Doc Ock is using a kind of neural transmitter device to control the Octobot remotely. So that's he's wearing this like stupid-looking fucking crown on his head. Um, and, yeah, so... And Peter notices this. He notices that Doc Ock is controlling the robot remotely. And so he starts, like, calling Doc Ock names. And Doc Ock starts getting enraged and loses his concentration. So Peter is uh, able to break free. Um, And, but then uh, Doc Ock regains control, knocks out Peter, and, like, starts holding him over the, the side of the building making it look like he's going to throw him off. And the young girl is watching from down below on the street. And she's like, Oh no, Spidey. No. And then <laughs> to be continued. Um, it's Tanya, by the way, it's just Tanya. Yeah. It's okay. spelled T A N I A. And then I looked yeah. up the pronunciation and it's, it's Tanya. Okay. I, I remember it being something a little bit more than that, but whatever. Uh, we'll just call her Tanya from now on. Um, let's let's go right into talking about the next episode because it's they're just one big episode at this point. Da da da, load up, load up. 
Um, oh boy. Here we go. So Doc Ock uh, is not, he has other plans for Spider-Man. So he brings him into this, like, basically what looks like the Batmobile from the Batman Begins series. Yeah. <laughs> He's got this huge tank. Um, Tanya uh, jumps onto the back. She hides in it. Uh, the, 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 it goes to th this, this warehouse. I think this is one of just the warehouses we've seen that, uh, Kingpin has used before, mm -hmm. uh, Otto Octavius blasts Spidey with this ray and basically it turns him into a vegetable or he, it wipes his memory, but for a time he's kind of just like static. He can't move. He can't speak any of this. And Ock is about to remove his mask when Kingpin calls. And Doc Ock is like, yo, I've got Spidey. Look, he's totally neutralized all these things. And Kingpin's like, great. Now I can turn him into my puppet. And Doc Ock's like, haha, sure. Hangs up. And he's like, no, I've got plans for this fucking guy. At which point Spidey snaps out of it and you realize, yes, he's lost his memory. He doesn't know mm -hmm. who he is. And Otto Octavius is like, yo, you're a bad guy. You helped me <laughs> commit crimes. And Spidey's like, that doesn't sound like me. And then Doc Ock's like, well, here you go. And he shows, like, all the news reports of... Oh, yeah. yeah. That was pretty clever, honestly. It was, I yeah. Was like, yeah. At the same time, though, I'd be like... Especially because Doc Ock explains that the reason he can't remember is like, oh, yeah, we were fucking around with this piece of tech that I have, and it wiped your memory. At which point, I'd be like, well, are you just trying to trick me? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. having the having the J. Jonah Jameson footage, I think, does, you know, obviously sure. sell it a little bit more. And then also Ock is like trying to snatch the mask off of his face, but Peter's Peter's spider sense still works, so he knows that that's wrong. Again, I would have been like, okay, this is problematic from the get, <laughs> but whatever. Mm -hmm. So um he gets to, you know, keep his mask on. Uh Tanya's like, fuck it, I gotta get someone to help. She runs to, like, a local movie theater. They use a shot from when Peter goes to meet up with Mary Jane at a local theater, because it cuts to, like, an audience parting and Mary Jane being yeah. at the end of it, but it then cuts to Tanya talking to some random person. Um, So, again, just, like, reusing assets because they had to, just, like, mm -hmm. yeah, anyway. Uh, she tries to, like, talk to a cop. The cop, like, won't believe her either. Um, and, uh, Doc Ock's like, yeah, I got a big, I got a big job for, for you, um, for us. Uh, so he's like, get some rest or whatever. Like we're, we're about to go on it. Peter takes off his, his mask in, in when Doc Ock leaves to look at himself in the mirror. He doesn't even recognize his own face, uh, which is terrifying to think about. Um, especially if like you wake up and, uh, you know, you're in a costume. Like, it's just an insane sure. scenario to find yourself yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, Peter's yeah, having... I've been there after a late night. Mm -hmm. um, Mary Jane, uh, Anna, and May are all having dinner, and they're all wondering where Peter is. Anna, of course, being, like, the one who's like, oh, he's never reliable, never shows up, da -da 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 -da, always disappearing and stuff. Uh, just kind of further cementing for... Um, you know, for for uh, Mary Jane, that maybe Peter is not the person she should be with. Mm -hmm. uh, we cut to the police station where Tanya is there. Uh, that I guess trying to figure out who this girl is. All the all these things. 
Um, and this uh, cab driver, Mousy, comes in. This character's great. She brings, she's like dragging some guy who wouldn't pay his fare. She's just like dragging him into the station. Yeah. And like, she's like, this guy didn't pay his fare. And big, the police are all distracted by Mousy. So Tanya escapes uh, and she goes and hides in the cab. Uh, Mousy starts uh, driving away, finds Tanya in the back. And Tanya's like, I'm just trying to find someone to help me. Spider-Man is been, uh, is been mind controlled by Doc Ock all these things and tanya's uh oh mousy's like okay I'll, I'll help you out essentially after a little bit of back and forth uh peter and well spider-man and doc hawk break into a lab to steal um i forget what they're stealing here it's some kind of material to build something yeah it more sciencey shit <laughs> <laughs> that's that's essentially what it turns out to um oh and that's that's the thing tanya and tanya convinces convinces mousy because it turns out mousy is one of the many 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 new york citizens who have been saved by spider-man at one point or another mm-hmm. so she's like if he's in trouble we can we can go we can go help him um spidey and uh doc Ock are breaking into this this lab uh at which point uh Uh, there's a bunch of stuff here. I'm a little uh, <laughs> confused about the the sequence of events, um, but Peter's having basically second, he, like the whole time he's like, "This feels wrong. I don't really know if this is the right thing. If I'm doing the right thing. If if this if the, if I'm being told the truth." Uh, Tanya and Mousy go to J. Jonah Jameson. They try to explain the situation to him. He won't hear it. But then when he hears that Mary, you know, that uh, Spider-Man is in cahoots with Doc Ock. He doesn't even care if Doc Ock is mind-wiping him. He just wants the news that, like, Spider-Man and Doc Ock are teaming up. Uh, Mm. So he puts that information out on the news. Mary Jane, Anna, and May are all, uh, like, you know, they have their own thoughts about this for some reason. We, we, We need to learn how they feel about this situation. Um, They... And so Mousy is like, uh, I will find Spider-Man. You know, she's got a network of cabbies and they're all in communication with each, with each other. And so she's like, I'm going to put out, you know, a call. If anyone sees him, they'll, they'll hit me up. And that's basically how they, they, they locate him. Um, they end up breaking into uh, another lab for more science shit. Uh, at which point Spidey, uh, Mousy and Tanya uh, break in. Uh, Doc Ock captures Mousy. Tanya goes uh, to the cab, tells on the on the telecom to the cab, he's like, yo, we're in trouble, we're in trouble. Um, and then runs in and confronts Spider-Man uh, and basically Spider-Man starts to remember. She reminds him of who he is. Uh, mm-hmm. He faces off against, against Doc Ock. Um, and then uses Tanya's the one that saves the day by using the mind the 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 mental uh, link to the Octobot to use the Octobot to to trap Doc Ock, and that's how he gets defeated is through Tanya, and uh, Spider Man takes Tanya home, tucks her in, and basically promises to to never give up, and she's taught him. 
you know, she didn't give up on him, so he won't give up on her. Mm. And uh, he swings, as he's swinging away, we see, yes, that uh, Tanya is unfortunately a terminally ill child. And this was all, you know, to, uh, you know, this was um, essentially a make-a-wish moment for her, um, which is sad thinking about it. It um, is. Yeah. And then the episode ends with Madam Web being like, congrats, Spider, you beat this challenge, but trust me, shit's about to get a whole lot worse. At which mm. point I'd be like, well, fuck, fuck this. I, I'm really going to pack it in this time. Yeah, it's over. If I just <laughs> give up, then they'll probably give up. It's all right. Right, right. Madam Web won't be bothering me for... Yeah. Um, won't be bothering me for a while exactly um yeah these episodes are the these second two episodes are a little hazy just because i watched them like two weeks ago in preparation sure. for the last episode um but I, I i remember really liking them i think that uh it's kind of do you watch doctor who at all kane no there were these episodes pretty much every season of doctor who or at least back in the like tenant and matt smith era i kind of stopped watching the show but they mm -hmm. would usually do an episode every season that focused on a random person in the world of Doctor Who. Oh, and cool. they would get caught in something and the Doctor would show up for like a moment. But it was like, this is what the, how a bystander views everything sure. that's going on. That's and cool. There's an episode, and the most famous episode is an episode called Blink. And I honestly recommend just watching that um, without, like it's this episode of Doctor Who that you can watch without watching any of the rest of nice. the show uh so if you ever have time i think you'd really like blink a lot mm -hmm. it also has Catherine mulligan i think her name's Catherine mulligan um mm -hmm. who went on to win like multiple oscars for different movies but like she got her start out in doctor who so it's kind of funny to like go back and watch her and be like oh yeah you mm -hmm. want an oscar for this movie you want an oscar for that movie <laughs> um yeah so uh, that's what this episode reminds me of is like it's about these side characters it's about how what spider-man means to them you know seeing mousy be like yeah like spider-man fucking saved my life like of course he did like he saves everyone's life all the time and now he needs their help um so i really like that aspect i think the whole doc arc mind wiping spidey and then having convincing him to team up and rob this place with him is a little bit kind of weak. Like it's mm -hmm. the weakest part of the episode for me, but I really enjoy the Tanya Mousy aspect of it. I like Madam Webb's introduction. Again, we're getting set up, you know, like last season we were getting set up for, you know, this neogenic nightmare where Peter was yeah. transforming. We're getting set up for, there's something on the horizon that is so big. It requires this, interdimensional being to like give you a heads up about it <laughs> mm -hmm. um so i i overall really enjoyed all three episodes um and i'm actually really excited yeah. for this for the season uh how did you feel about make a wish parts one and two yeah i like the first two episodes with the one with dr strange and then uh the first part uh more uh oh but, absolutely yeah but the third one's still pretty good uh, but yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed like just I like I like the stuff when Spider-Man uh, is just interacting with people and there's mm -hmm. not maybe like a big threat or something. It's just character stuff. Again, I, I'm a big, big sucker for that kind of stuff. So like there's a I was trying to think of I don't know what comic, comic book it was in, but there's a great uh, Spider-Man panel where uh, he's like talking to a kid in like a sick children's ward or something. Um, and 
And I think that that, and I agree, I've read that, and I'm you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I'm pretty sure like this is a direct like uh, adaptation of that specific story. Like yeah. they made it work for this episode because there's a lot of similarities. I remember um, building the the web swing. Yeah, exactly. That was definitely in the comics. So that was absolutely yeah. That that's what this story is. Yeah, it, it's stuff like that. I don't want to say it's it's fun because I mean it's a little sad, but like I, I think those are like the more endearing moments, like especially like you know in other superheroes like uh, Superman or something, like stopping to talk to someone or make them feel liked or something. Because you know all these kids they they look up to these superheroes, and, and in real life, you know we all look up to superheroes and we admire them, and especially little kids. You know, I think I think those down to earth moments are really special. Yep, one hundred one hundred percent, and not it, having them. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no, I but, but yeah, I was just saying I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I and I like the fact that the the idea, you know, when not what there's never just one moment where Peter is like, I'm gonna stop being Spider Man. Like we've seen it before, and it might be a little tropey at this point, especially because he like rattles off a lot of the same reasons as to why he kind of wants to stop being Spider Man as he did the first mm-hmm. time. But that being said, it's a very human characteristic to right. continue to do something that you know is the right thing to do but it it inconveniences you and there are mm-hmm. points where you where you do decide to give up and then you have something that reminds you this is why I do what, what I'm doing um and so it, it like th- these are incredibly humanizing especially learning obviously that that Tanya is uh you know terminally ill um and you know she understands that right she knows the con mm-hmm. the con why she lives where she lives and and what she's going through and for her to then have this indomitable spirit you know and and needing spider-man to be the the person she knows him to be and seeing and needing him to be that um beacon of hope of uh, of you know indom- indomitability I think is a word, mm-hmm. but like not giving up and f- always fighting for the, the good fight. She needs yeah. to see that for herself. Um, and so there, there's all there's, you know, you kind of wish that the show could maybe push it a bit further um, mm-hmm. and go into that more. But obviously there was a lot of restrictions at the time. Maybe if they had yeah. made this story recently, you know, we would have been able to uh, get some of that. Um, anyway great episodes and the next two episodes we're just going to watch another two for next week guys uh enter the green goblin chapter four and rocket racer which is um uh, a fun episode for sure but we get green goblin next week um yeah i'm excited so that's cool um but yeah sins of the father at season three off to a real real strong start anything else you'd like to say before we go no, not really. I'm 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 excited for the Green Goblin stuff because I remember that being pretty awesome. Uh, so I'm excited to see how that holds up because I know if they made like a DVD, uh, compiling a lot of those sure. episodes, and stuff, <laughs> I had that. Uh, is it not good? My am, am I remembering incorrectly? Uh, no, 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 no. I uh, I I just just you sit talking about like the fact that you know these episodes based on the like vhs or dvd like <laughs> yeah. what was included on those because again back then it was never like season one season two season three it yeah. was here's a collection of goblin episodes here's a collection yeah, exactly. of Ve- venom's appearances um, yeah 
uh, this is a single episode, and so I'm I don't know if the really good Green Goblin stuff is going to be in this one. Gotcha. It might be for a later thing, but we'll we'll see. Mm. We'll see. All right, Cable. Thank you so much for tuning in um, and for hanging out. Everyone else, Chapter Four and Chapter Five of Sins of the Fathers is your homework. And until next time, have a web swing. Good day.